0: (laughs) Thank (laughs) you.
1: Welcome to another episode of It's Not Me, It's You, Nicorn. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, are the best people on the planet, Jenna and the Alexes, both Anonymous and Alpha. How is everybody? Yeah.
0: Tim, you're breaking up with us?
1: What? Oh, no, no, no. It's
2: us, not unicorn.
1: It's 100% me, but that just didn't work with the bit. So I had to change it around.
2: See, I just like that. Like me and Alex are now being referred to as the Alexes. Like we're some kind of mafia <laughs> assassin team that likes just gonna go and like do some extortion knee breaking.
1: I I feel like oh, yeah. the Alexes buddy cop movie would be phenomenal.
2: I like how I went. We will do crimes, and Tim went. They will stop crimes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: It's probably both.
2: We will crimes. Yeah. Whether do or stop is up to you. It's like one of those inkblot pictures <laughs> where you either see, like, the lady face or the duck.
1: Yeah. The, the last time Alpha Alex did that test, it was crimes. <laughs> Next picture. Crimes. <laughs> Next picture. Crimes.
2: That explains why the police started visiting my house just to (laughs) drop by. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: So we read the fifth book in the Unicorns of Balinor series. Search for the Star. What what happened in Search for the Star, Jenna?
3: I'm definitely going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you from notes that I absolutely made and wrote down. 100% did that thing. I did. I did do it. Let me tell you about it right now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, okay, first. Atalanta has a <laughs> I did not I did not write any notes. Um and <laughs> she been looks to the ceiling. Hold on. <laughs> Atalanta has a horrifying vision of the shifter turning into a wolf and stealing the indigo star from Nathan the big ass dragon. Uh, and and then and then, uh, Ari and Lori and Finn and everybody comes back, not knowing that the star has been taken and that blue is now leaving the Celestial Herd, like, the whole, co- that whole color, that whole color is going away. <laughs> they, they said, you know what, blue? No, nah, not blue. Um, and then... They get back to Balinor eventually and meet back up with Samlet, who tells them that Dr. Mahones has gone away from Balinor because of a vision that Atalanta gave to her. But that was really weird to Ari because Ari had a weird vision where she could not hear Atalanta. Um, And then the shifter... Oh wait, the Shifter turned into a snake to steal the star. Now he turns into a wolf to convince Nathan, the big-ass dragon, that it was people in Balinor who had stolen the gem. So Nathan flies to Balinor and levels it with his awesome hurricane breath, which is bitchin' and cool. And during that... Chase gets stuck in a tree I love with his horn. I love so
2: much. It was so
3: fucking good. <laughs> I remember Killed that me. bit
2: even now. I was like, oh, is this the one where his horn gets stuck in the tree and he's a really yeah. big sarcastic dick about
3: it? <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. All right. And then Ari and, and Lori and Chase and Link and is that it? I think that's it. Probably it. No, Finn all travel with the dragon slayers to go and kill the dragon, except they're not really going to do it. They're going to sneak off and, and Ari's going to go steal the star back from the shifter. And everything is kind of going as planned until they get to the point where Ari and Chase are going to sneak off and bandits, except they're not bandits. They're the people that Ari freed from the slave pits. Oh man. I'm trying so hard to remember. So, so hard um the the people that Ari saved from the slave pits decide to help her and take her to Castle Intia, whatever the castle is, and by using the underground tunnels. Hey, alright. I'm trying so hard, you guys help me. Doing so um, good, baby. You're doing so <laughs> bad. <laughs> Thank you. I needed that. Ari sneaks in through the back door of the castle with the servants. And pretends to be a servant and takes the shifter his dinner. And it's a really creepy exchange where he's like, don't you think I look good? I look good, right? I look like a human, a good human. I look good and human, right? And she's like, mm, all right, sure. Um, And then Ari uses the magical scepter to make the shifter go to sleep. And steals the star from him and takes it to... I forget where she goes. Someplace. And it was great. Blue and, mountain? and, huh? Blue Mountain? No, she goes to the Celestia Valley. First. She goes to the Celestia Valley, right? That's
0: yeah, what yeah, I yeah. thought.
3: I, I couldn't, I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell if that's where she went because, like, she was only there for two seconds. And then she was riding chase off into the Blue Mountain to stop the dragon slayers from killing the dragon And she gives the star back to the dragon and he decides, hey, you know what? I'm not going to kill humans. Cool. Awesome. Great. Fantastic. Wonderful.
2: I did have some concerns that they address that like dragons are legitimately just like people like they're, they're just like very sentient. They're very intelligent. They don't just Mm -hmm. run around causing like trouble, but they're still a dragon slayer core.
3: Yeah, like that's essentially... that have that have killed all the dra- almost all of the dragons. Yeah, like
2: that's having like that's like having an association of people who literally just go and like in in far off places where like there there are wolves that aren't bothering anybody. They're just living their wolf life in the woods. They just murder all of them, like for no yeah. reason, unconnected. Isn't you know?
0: Isn't that totally against? Valinor's laws too to kill another sentient. Yeah. Creature.
2: I mean, I know that it is against the rules to kill for food, which in my opinion is probably <laughs> for sport, it's it's fine. <laughs> the most okay reason to murder. But we've con- <laughs> we've, we've shown that there is war. So like they're not like yeah. c- it's not completely verboten. Um but right. they have shown that we are not allowed to eat one another. Um so take that what you will. Also one of, if if I'm remembering correctly, one of the people who used to be a slave is like, "I want to kill the shifter," and Ari goes, "No, that's wrong." And it's like, "Is it though?" Yeah, no,
0: but it was she the didn't servant say when shit to Toby when Toby yeah. said I'd run my horn through the shifter's heart. It's
2: like,
3: guys, yeah, but she told the the servant that she was stronger than that. Yeah, you're stronger than that. Okay, keep being a servant. You're stronger than this.
2: But like. Just kill him. Just kill him. You wanna know how easy it would be for a servant to kill the shifter? Super. Poison him. Okay. That's what I thought she was gonna do with the food. Could, you know, cause that would have been the we... smart thing. If Alex and we I were just... in Balinor, the war would be we over. Would fucking do this. <laughs> It'd be over.
1: Can can we just talk about the fact that Alpha Alex is clearly a much much better person than I could ever hope to be? Because I mean, yeah, but why? <laughs> I mean, you're just yeah. about killing yeah, but someone. So, but that makes what? When Alpha Alex read this, Alpha Alex had issue with the dragon slayers and the sentientness of a dragon. And I'm yeah. like, hmm, that's thought provoking. When Tim read this, he was like where's my dragon slayers offshoot story because that's what i want i want to know more about the dragon (laughs) slayers well it
2: is probably one of the most like traditional fantasy things of interest because while i do like this book series a lot it's very much like go get the magic thing i found the magic thing you prevailed Go find the magic yeah. thing. I found the magic thing. You've prevailed. There's not a lot of stabbing going on. Like this is
1: yeah. this is a far True. cry
2: from Westeros.
1: And these <laughs> these dudes sounded like like truly badass. And they were like like they all live by themselves. And I'm like, this sounds so cool. Uh, and then I never once did I think about like, you know, killing other creatures. Like i don't know like that just never i was just like they're cool if they didn't
2: make such a point in unicorns of balinor to be like killing is bad under all circumstances it wouldn't have even crossed my mind but when you have ari sitting here being like hello servant continue serving the goddamn shifter this that you you shouldn't kill him that's wrong instead batman this situation and continue just bapping the shifter down repeatedly for the next 600 years no no instead we will direct all of our energy to just killing dragons who have not been shown to be a problem what is it five books in yeah also uh just as a side note because i keep looking at it um can we get atalanta like some she's stressed out look at all of those lines under her little eyes she is so tired justice for atalanta spa day for (laughs) atalanta
3: that's because everybody else gets to sleep and she has to walk around in everybody else's fucking dreams She gotta be the
2: dream speaker all the time also i feel like this book kind of starts to be where i end up empathizing more with laurie than with ari Because Mm -hmm. there's this one line, and like, I again, I want to be very clear, I love this book series. It's very childish, it's very juvenile, I really enjoy it. I legitimately get the good brain slimes from this book series. But there was one scene, there's one bit, where I literally like went, shut up, Ari, like in my head. (laughs) And it was the following, it's, the stars (laughs) seem to be smiling at her, so Ari smiled back. Maybe I'm not meant to live an ordinary life, she told the stars. Maybe I'm meant to be a princess. And maybe it doesn't bother me anymore. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you main character syndrome nightmare. <laughs> like, everybody's like, oh, Lori Carmichael is so self-centered. I'm not talking to space about my princess <laughs> problems.
0: <laughs> it was kind of made worse because later in the book, Lori says, I think you guys all have it wrong. I think I should be the princess. Don't I seem way more princess? Like, and everybody laughed in her face. And then when she got upset, right in her
3: goddamn face, because <laughs> everyone
0: was laughing in her face, it was like Finn, who was like, but you made everybody happy. And then she was like, okay. But, like, fuck that. Lori, everyone <laughs> laughed in her face.
3: Like, I yeah. she should be offended. I will say that. But though, I do love that that was the moment where they literally said to Ari, it's not all about you, bitch. Yeah.
2: Because, like, I, I do like Ari as a character. Like, she's a little, like, you know, pure as driven snow. Like, can do no wrong. Tells servants not to murder their genocidal <laughs> evil oh, masters. Like, I just want you to imagine... For a minute in Lord of the Rings, somebody going, yeah, I really like, you know, I'm, the, I'm Sauron's ring polisher. And sometimes I feel like it would be better if I just yeeted the ring into the fires of Mount Doom and somebody talking him out of it.
3: That I is love the- that they don't explore the fact that like she's dressed as a servant. She's serving him his meal. What is he going to do? To the other servants that usually serve him his meal, yeah, probably kill at least one of them. Probably because
0: he'll Pro- he probably, at least probably one's put together die. like you had the clothes, you had the food, you had the tray.
3: You have to be you, working with someone. You made
0: it to my quarters. Nobody else can. Yeah.
2: Oh,
3: now oh, I'm, no. I,
2: now I'm I, for for a second, it took me a second. I thought you were saying, like, what does the shifter normally do to the servants? that That's serve what I thought, room? too. And I no. was like, I don't <laughs> know where <laughs> we're going her. here. Uh, and then you were like, oh, you were working. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm on the same page now. I'm following.
0: <laughs> and to be fair, with the shifter's reaction to her walking in, I am not sure what he normally does to the servants. I'm not either.
3: <laughs> it was quite creepy.
2: It was so weird. Oh, God, is this the... Oh, no, I shouldn't have made the Silence of the Lambs reference before we started <laughs> recording. Because now with him being like, hey, I look human, right? It's very much the energy of would you fucking?" me? <laughs> yeah. And I don't know that I feel good about that. In a I'd books. human me. Would
0: you human me?
1: <laughs> okay, 100% that is not the first time that uh, Anonymous Alex has said those words. <laughs> guaranteed guaranteed it is not the first time
2: see that's why that's why anonymous alex is very much like yeah no you shouldn't kill the shifter because secretly she is also a shape-shifting entity who's like yeah they should be trusted under every circumstance and you should also give them your social security number i'm just saying maybe he has a point
0: maybe he has a point okay
2: i mean i'm certain that the shifter doesn't look up at the sky and go maybe Maybe it's okay that I'm the ruler of all creation and subjugator of man. But what if he did?
1: I know. That would be such a good... That sounds like a line that if this were a musical, 100% he would say right before he burst into song. Oh,
2: that would be so good, though. <laughs> it's like the the new like Beauty
0: and the Beast with like the high tower when he's singing that like oh, wild song Evermore? about
2: her. Yeah. Yeah, yep. You mean, like, the best song of that entire movie? It's It was very, very good. But, like, imagine the <laughs> shifter doing it
0: about taking over Balinor.
2: I feel like in another time when I would be able to just, like, launch into a Weird Al-style connection parody for those things... But right now, all I can think of is how annoyed I am with Ari saying that nonsense. <laughs> also, I will say, Finn being like, hey, you, you made everybody happy. I was like, yeah, yeah, good.
3: Now kiss. Now kiss.
2: <laughs> I just want you to smooch. I just want there to be romantic tension that is not between Ari and Sunchaser. Like... That's what I want. I don't care if it's between Ari and Lori. I don't care if it's between Lori and Finn. I don't care if it's between Ari and Finn. I just need it to not be between Ari and (laughs) Sunchaser.
0: Ari started making moves on Toby, though. She started gently smoothing down his forelock and saying wild things to him. I...
2: I feel like that is antithetical because like, look, if we're going to be doing the unicorn thing, if we're going to go that route, like it should be Toby and Lori, like doing the weird, like emotional bond connection thing. Yeah. Also, as I was starting to say the sentence, I saw Tim look at me with horror. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i thought you thought i was going a different
0: direction doing
3: the weird you know <laughs> emotional bond Yeah,
2: because the, the, they keep doing this thing that there's like this big spiritual bond between like their the unicorn and the person they they keep doing it with like the sun chaser ari connection because they have this bonded pair mm-hmm. thing but they also sort of imply a kind of that some people and some unicorns have that kind of like deep emotional connection like, they're, your, they're soulmate best friends, which I actually think is kind of mm-hmm. charming.
1: Laurie and Toby. Yeah,
2: I feel like that should be yeah. Laurie and Tobin's.
1: Yeah, they just. they like just Finn... Oh, Tobin's. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they just haven't realized it yet, but it's there. Mm hmm. It's there.
2: I don't know. I just. I am more than okay, and in fact, prefer it if we could just move away from the human unicorn angle. Mm <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Just for me. Yeah. For me it's specifically. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> I think someone's firing liked... a gun in my neighborhood.
1: Oh no. Oh god. I just keep
2: hearing a popping sound that is very loud. And I am concerned.
1: I, I really liked this book. I am concerned that there are more ultimately rule the universe powerful items that we have just thrown about because it seems like we keep finding them every book like there was the royal scepter that nobody had mentioned before that came up and now there's this this indigo star and i'm like what else have you just left lying around balinor that could lead to the ruination of man
0: tim can i tim calling me tim okay yes thank you yes. <laughs> sorry i don't know why i needed that to happen But <laughs> uh, i just want everybody to know that blue is not the end of the rainbow
1: no it's the mm-hmm. the leprechaun skull
2: no no
3: but yes no so,
1: that's the nobody other...
2: roy g bived
3: nobody yeah. Roy g bived this
2: book nobody there are two colors
1: I... Side note: I I unbotched. I played a character named Roy G. Biv, and Phil got really mad at me for taking yeah. that one before was he could really get it. It was really funny. Killed me a little bit.
3: Uh, so, like, all right, you so, you got the rainbow herd right? Does that
2: mean that Indigo and the blues and are starting to fade? Screwed off, like they've already gone away.
3: <laughs> Maybe <we> should. <laughs> but like, like the blue starts to go away. Is is there just like a gap then?
1: No, I, okay. So the way I read it was that there's like what they call the blue community. They don't actually call it that, but I the think Blue-munity. that's what
3: they the 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 community. Yeah. yeah, the Eiffel
0: 65.
1: <laughs> yeah. Damn it! Oh God! Can, does everybody just have better blue jokes just sitting around? Um, so <laughs> the, we're giving us a so, loose clue
2: K? about what you were going to do. <laughs> we
0: just wanted to buy a spunk you. I just did
3: that one. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs>
2: Are you feeling blue about it, Tim?
3: <laughs> Davidee. Davidee. Yeah. Um
2: are you good? Are you feeling all right? Are you about to have uh, Y'all the can't best see it at home, but now
1: <laughs> uh, it, all three of them have blue faces and are playing the drums. You can't you can't see it, but it's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um so it, it sounded like the Biv portion of the rainbow was what they considered the blue side. So like you dropped like all three colors or all oh, three colors started fading away that's the way i then read it. just
2: say it. half yeah. the rainbow yeah well i mean they implied already that there were there were unicorns that had left because they turned into the black unicorns with the iron hooves and, mm-hmm. and the shadow writing and whatnot um and they also at Adla- atalanta is very clearly like an indigo violet unicorn so maybe mm-hmm. it's just indigo violet unicorns are the very special Mary sues of the they're the they're the <laughs> Alexandria's <laughs> genesis of the unicorn world. Enjoy that deep dive fan fiction cut.
1: <laughs> so wait, hold on. Alexandria genesis. The
2: Alexandria's genesis was a fake genetic mutation um that people convinced other people were real uh where it basically made you uh, it made you a Mary Sue, uh basically where you didn't grow body hair, you had purple eyes and your periods were lighter.
1: Is this It's not a like real
2: thing, but it came from a thing. It came about during the era I believe of My Immortal, uh which if you uh don't know that fan fiction Tim, I have a great spin-off series for <laughs> horse girls. <laughs> uh which is alex drags tim by his ears through the world of terrible fan fiction
1: i it when you said alexandria's genesis i really thought that there was a third alex (laughs) (laughs)
2: we are multiplying we are (laughs) but no and it was like this 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 fake dealio and i'm like yeah so Atalanta is just the Alexandria's genesis of the unicorns.
1: So we'll call it Atalanta's genesis.
2: I don't know. That sounds very Final Fantasy Seven, but <laughs> that's that's Gucci.
1: I do. Now I wonder who this Genesis Alex is. We have to find Genesis Alex. Alex.
2: <laughs> the original.
1: I'm worried when we find... Uh, Basically, Alpha Alex with an evil goatee, and that's Omega Alex, <laughs> and it's going to be like the the mirror universe Alex, and then there's going to be Alex where we know Alex's name and is not anonymous. It's just going to be Alex.
0: Obviously Alex. Obviously Alex.
1: Obviously <laughs> Alex is a great podcast name for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just like Jenna in general.
2: Yep, it's magical. It's so good.
1: <laughs> How many books are there in this series? Eight. Was it eight? I think yeah, eight or two nine. more.
0: I have so many. I have so many of
2: eight. <laughs> yeah, I think there were eight total. <laughs> but they were all of them deceived, for a ninth book was written. <laughs> <laughs>
1: by alpha alex <laughs> and it literally
2: just has a picture of sun chaser and ariana in like this romantic backlit thing and then the word no stamped
1: across
2: <laughs> <it and laughs> see now you've
0: introduced to me two concepts in this in this here very recording of this podcast and one was this series as written by george rr R. R. <laughs> <laughs> which okay, i've been
3: trying to there's a
2: lot of heart skewered on unicorn horns in that version
3: i do want you to now think of these as um harlequin romance novels and and let me just read the titles out for you as we do this oh no, the road to balinor okay awesome great fantastic that's tame sun chaser's quest
1: yeah yeah still
3: still pretty tame Valley of Fear. Don't want to read that one. <laughs> um, that's when the
2: uh, romantic interest vampire is introduced. Uh, yeah. That's the rival to Sunchaser.
3: Oh, yeah. And then that leads perfectly into the next one. By Fire by Moonlight. That is yeah. the first
2: book in the series that I guarantee you has saucy scenes.
3: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And then, and then, my friends, the one we just read... Search for the star. Mm -mm. Where will you find it?
2: I was about to say, Mm -mm. there are two different ways we could take that. One's the really poetic option, and the other is not.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This one, Secrets of the Scepter?
2: Oh, no, that Uh one is... I don't want to know your secrets. I don't want to know your secrets. There's nowhere to take that. Um.
3: Nope. (laughs) That's what she said. Oh, God! (laughs) Night of the Shifter's Moon.
2: Yeah, that uh, that absolutely has got something spicy going on in that book.
3: Yeah. And then Shadows over Balinor.
2: See, the reason I don't like that is reframe, they break up. reframing it as a romance novel or like a, you know, dark, you know, kind of thing shadows over balinor has a flowers in the attic vibe that i'm not
3: here for. oh no oh no <laughs> oh no just the
2: way that the title is written is just it it, yeah. it gives me the willies
3: you know it okay so <laughs> i'm not gonna say it again
1: but you know <laughs> you uh you brought up this book series being written by george R. R. martin And all I could think about is, wow, there really is a ninth book and we're just never going to get it. (laughs) We're never going to get it. We
3: will die first. Uh, George
2: R. R. Martin, who is secretly a very large fan of this podcast, is like, oh my God, they know about the fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) They know about the story, which is just Unicorns of Balinor is written by me, George R. Martin, who was like, what? I hate that I would read that. He was like, what, 20 when these books came out?
1: I don't know. Because he's in Mm -hmm. his like, what,
2: 50s or 60s now? Let me see. So what if we... this book
1: series is going to get picked up by Brandon Sanderson? <gasps> like that's, that's what's going to happen is he's just going to take it over. That is a logical progression. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: man! All right. Uh, oh God. George R.R. Martin was born in
0: 1948. 48? Really? He's almost
2: 100.
0: He's
3: 74 years old.
2: He looks good for his age. Actually.
0: We're never
3: getting that book.
1: He looks really good that book. for his
2: age. He does. Like I could have sworn he was in his fifties.
1: Look at Alex. Which one of? He's them. almost one hundred.
2: <laughs> well, again, as a as a shape shifting entity, uh, Alex's concept of human ages is a little. <laughs> He's closer I I was to, closer 100
3: to than one hundred than to zero. Do
2: <laughs> I mean, aren't we all? <laughs>
3: Yeah. No,
0: I think we're closer to zero. Closer to zero. Don't. I just feel that you can way. never go back, it's Alex.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's really—it's the
0: math of humans, isn't it? Like less than Jake, closer to zero. <laughs> you get it.
2: The humans' math. Hello. Yes, I look very human. Yes, tis I, one who is much humans. See how human I look, servant child. Have you talked about the human math? Are you the person to whom I
0: can inquire about <laughs> human ages and how they may or may not work?
1: I, I'm so shocked that she didn't. He's almost 100 of your Earth years. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: it was implied. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. They're not
1: my years, Alex.
0: Somebody.
3: Was- They're all of our years.
0: Who was who the hell was I talking to the other day that I said that? So I mean like I will be here in like fifteen of your your minutes or something <laughs> like that. Oh.
1: Okay. Anonymous Alex. Sip. It's time for you to give me unicorn news.
0: <gasps> this is yeah. getting closer to unicorns than horses in a way if you're feeling generous tonight <laughs> uh but i i found some good news uh and it's not super recent but they're just they're still putting articles out about it so i it's pretty fucking cool so on february 17th of this very year the year 2023 in human years <laughs> there was a foal born but it wasn't a foal that was bred it's a genetic clone it's the second Prowalski's horse that was born from genetic samples that were taken at a zoo fucking 40 years ago at this point. I think is what they said. But yeah, they cloned a little baby Perwalski's horse, which is great because they're like extinct in the wild and there's like 1400 of them left. So we're we're working on rejuvenating those bloodlines. So that's, that's Okay. Lovely. So a,
1: yeah. a Did you say Perwalski? Yeah. Okay, so that's a type of horse. That's just not a term for clone, right
0: right it's a type of horse, so it's it's an uh older horse it's like the the connection between like wild horses before domestication and the current like modern day horse that we have so they look more like kind of a zebra and then uh mm-hmm. or like a I don't know
1: they're a neander horse
0: they're kind of yeah mm mm-hmm. Yeah, they really kind of are. And like they have like the shorter limbs and the thicker bodies and everything like they're they're a very, very cool species.
1: So I don't know what to do with myself when you agree with me. When I say something stupid like Neanderhorse and you're like, yeah, kind of. I just have to sit here and like, I don't what (laughs) what I made a dumb comment.
3: I mean, but you kind of didn't, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's like every now and then I kind of I kind of almost get one right and it scares me. It's like, oh, what happened? Neander what horse. have I done?
3: What
2: happened to me? <laughs> I cannot be for I cannot be for correct. I I Tim. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is me, roughly every seven minutes. Oh God, mood. Yeah, whole mood. <laughs> 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 well, that's fun.
2: That's lovely.
1: Yeah, though. that's that's kind of yeah. cool. You said forty years ago.
0: Ah, uh, that's where say? the DNA sample is from. Let me let me get you the exact stats uh, here. Um,
2: that's how long it's been uh, in the fridge.
1: That's, that's what it's-
0: exactly that's how long the genetic material has has been uh, for over forty years from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance Biodiversity Bank's frozen zoo. That whole title is registered, so you have to say it all. Every word is capitalized. <laughs> wow, that's a mouthful.
1: I.
2: What you didn't know was that entire sentence was the thing ending in, wow, that's it a was. mouthful. That's the very end of the title.
0: <laughs> they just registered <laughs> that, too, right alongside of it.
1: So they Walt Disney these horses where they were like, mm, these horses are struggling. Maybe if we just take a chunk of one and hang on to it, we'll be able to do something with it later. Like like when Walt Disney got frozen and was like, you can bring me back later. Wasn't Wasn't that a Disney thing, didn't he? Can the bring him back though? Not yet. He's still frozen somewhere, right?
2: Uh, you know the conspiracy know. theory that that's why Frozen's called Frozen.
1: No, I do <laughs> So know if you that.
2: Google <laughs> Walt Disney Frozen, you'll get a bunch of Frozen stuff, and any of the stories about his uh, cryogenically frozen body will go away. Ah, oh. it's not working.
1: Interesting. What a great idea. I will hide my conspiracies by naming animated films after them.
2: Check out the next Studio Ghibli film. Uh, <laughs> Tim didn't do it. Look away. <laughs> he is not my responsible Tim, for the it. penguin Murdered. incident. <laughs> the,
1: the pink was... Pink not No, I can't do anything the, with that one. That one's tough. Penguin
2: incident.
1: Penguin peng, incident. There we go.
2: Yeah, it took me a second too. I was, I was, I was <laughs> yeah. workshopping it in my head. All
1: right, cool. Horse is coming back. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Jenna? What? It's time for a horse quiz. Oh,
3: okay. Is it? You didn't yes. have any horse terms?
1: No, no horse terms this time. Okay.
3: All right. Um, then I guess we'll just go right into horse number one. Okay was a noble, creamy, white unicorn with an ice-blue horn and was the best friend of the Narnian king, Tyrion. Oh, no.
1: Oh, oh no. Um, well, okay. Alpha
0: Alex thinks it's the right one. She definitely knows it. I can see it on her face. I thought for sure this was going to be from a
2: Mentos commercial. <laughs> okay. Because
3: <laughs> of the ice-blue
2: horn? I desperately want there to be a Mentos commercial. That is a unicorn with a horn made of ice. That is just murdering people through the streets yeah. with the Mentos <laughs> yeah. Freshmaker song yeah. playing in the background.
3: Hell
1: yeah! Okay. At the end, it's just Other like a bunch of people murderer. on
3: his horn, and uh, then it just goes Mentos, the Freshmaker.
1: I was very. I, I went different. I was. I went with a a unicorn whose horn was made of Mentos. <laughs> Yeah, it's
3: and gotta to be made falls of Mentos.
2: That's the rule. into a river of Diet Coke. <laughs> oh
1: no! And <laughs> explodes. Um, uh, let's see. Narnia unicorn.
3: Narnacorn. Okay, it's mm-hmm. it's Narn- Icebreakers.
0: Icebreakers Cool Mint. But that's a commercial that exists.
3: I just get your brand. booty off of Google. For any reason, I
0: didn't look at the, the unicorn's name. I just wanted to know this commercial was real and lived on.
1: That <laughs> unicorn is going to be named Tristan.
0: It's not. Tr-
1: Tris- Tristan. No, it's probably
0: like Unicorn Hinny Hinny Ha Ha.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> In Narnia, that's the name of the character. <laughs> you could smash They're... together random syllables and probably get approximate to a name C.S. Lewis made up. Whatever that Pete's dragon nonsense just was. <laughs> that's there's that was another
0: unicorn on the quiz though. Was like Breehee Hinnihaha was a C.S. Lewis yeah. unicorn. Was it? I don't know. I think L- so, L- or not yes. a unicorn. L-ricorn. It was a. It was a horse. It, it, it was like yeah. the king of horses or something. I don't remember. Um, horse.
1: Home. Gore, Al. Al. Al Gore. Al Gore. Al, yes. You know, well known
3: very famous unicorn, Al Gore. I was
1: trying to like go start with Aslan but just change it slightly and I ended up at Al Gore. Really, I don't know why. He
3: really broke records
2: being the first unicorn to win a prize for a documentary.
0: <laughs> I'd like to submit my next
1: guest, David Attenborough. Titania? Could that be a unicorn? no what's another clue
3: this unicorn was gentle with his friends but he used his horn as a fierce and deadly weapon
1: in battle
2: yeah the problem is is that i know the unicorn i can't remember the
3: name to save my yeah. life jerry yep no but you are surprisingly close jerry the jerry, unicorn.
1: jerry jerry bell girl Jer- Jer- Jerry Jer- a <laughs>
3: <laughs> jerry, a bell oh my god
2: nobody steal that Journey. i'm using that for a d character
1: <laughs> <laughs> J- jerry is surprisingly close jim
3: he often wore a gold chain around his neck gary N- nope
1: that sounds like a gary thing to do though mr a gold Chain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mr. T Is the Guido,
0: Unicorn. Guido the Unicorn?
1: I pity no. the fool. Stab. <laughs> B.A. Baracus.
0: It's either, I feel, now I'm just convinced it's G or J for some reason.
1: A, a G or okay. J? G Is or that J. the name? G no, 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 no.
0: It starts with a G or a J. Georgie. Poor Not D. Georgie.
1: Okay, but okay. Jerry was close. Yeah. And it wasn't Gerald.
3: It's not it's Gerald. Not it's no, not Gerald. That's
1: pretty good. That's pretty good. Gorgamel. Jello.
0: No. no. Jello. That's a great unicorn name. I don't know that why. Is yeah, I like,
1: I like it. 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 Yeah, I don't know this one. I do not remember a unicorn. I'm in... just waiting
0: for Alf Alex
2: to get it. No, yeah. I,
1: it's yeah, pretty much like
2: it's like when you're put on the spot and you know vague concepts of it but the actual like your mom is like what day is my birthday and you're like oh no
3: (laughs) no one knows that mom and
2: you're like I know it's in fall
3: it's the day when dad the day after dad reminds me
1: yeah uh okay Uh, yeah I'm I'm probably gonna have to go to google on this one
3: All right, sweet pull it up and let me know when you're ready
1: I am ready. Yes.
3: I, too, am ready. Is everybody ready, then? Yes. I was yes, looking away. So. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Uh, and go.
2: Jewel.
1: Yep. Dang, that was <laughs> close. Jerry was a good guess. Yeah. hmm Jewel. Who?
2: Not to be confused with Jewel, the unicorn, whose horn yeah. smoked uh, water vapor.
1: Uh, oh, that's that a good one. That took me one. a second. second That was a good bit.
3: He just canters around, going, "Catton."
1: <laughs> I was, I was trying to work out who's going to save your soul.
2: Kids these days don't know anything about who will save your soul, and what if God was one of us? <laughs>
0: No, but they do understand ripping a watermelon-flavored cloud right in their fucking
3: face. (laughs) That's right. Are you ready for, I'm going to use air quotes, uh, speech quotes, unicorn number two? Yes. All right. This unicorn is also known as the severer of the dark.
2: Pardon, go one more time?
3: This unicorn is also known as the severer, se- severer, se- you know, something that severs, that severer of the
1: dark. Our text wasn't a unicorn, right? No. Okay, I was about to say, I'm not, like, just remembering that wrong.
3: It is a demon that appears similar to a fanged horse, with a large blade protruding from its forehead. Is this the one from final fantasy that no no it's
2: not Ixion.
3: no but it that might be the reason why it's on here now because i was like oh you know what this also has something we're not
2: talking about nightmares
3: no (laughs)
0: swores
1: no (laughs) that horse is like a hundred years old (laughs)
0: And he's got a sword on his head.
1: Is it, it's not like sword head. Sword it's not, head. it is okay. not sword
3: head.
0: Like the pyramid head of unicorns. Is it
1: yeah. bad horse? I it's mean, not bad horse, right? Bad horse. No, it's bad not horse. bad horse. Bad yeah, we've horse. done bad horse. Yeah, we have. I just wanted to make sure.
3: Mm-hmm. This isn't a repeat. I just want to make sure you're not doing a repeat for <laughs> <Yeah>. no reason. <laughs> Listen, on this show, I have never done a repeat. On the other show, I still have never done a repeat because we lost that episode. Yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This unicorn appears in the sequel to a very popular video game franchise as the basis for certain climax attacks. It is one of the more prominent demons in the game.
2: Ixion?
1: prominent demons in the game. Mhm.
2: Oh. Oh, oh. Um.
3: Can I ask what it's game not, it is?
1: It's not the Devil May Cry.
3: It- I've I feel like if I give you the game that my I mean, that's I don't. Fair. Uh, it's Yeah,
2: that's valid. That's fair. All right, read it to me one more
3: time. The one that I just said? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. The,
2: the layout. Yeah.
3: Alright. This horse appears in the sequel to a very popular video game franchise as the basis for certain climax attacks. It is one of the more prominent demons in the game.
1: And it's not Final Fantasy. <clears throat> no, it's not. You know,
2: it says it's
0: Final Fantasy, but there's like eight games of it. So
2: You actually know why it was really called that, final. right? No. It was the first Final Fantasy, the actual game Final Fantasy, uh, was going to be their last game because the, uh, the company was doing so poorly that this was the last game they were going to make before the company shut down. And then it mm-hmm. did so well that it just reinvigorated everything.
0: Hell yeah. That's got to be a good day at work when you thought you're losing your job and then you have so many more jobs. <laughs>
1: There wasn't a unicorn in Mortal Kombat, was there?
3: Maybe. I'm not telling you.
2: I don't remember seeing any Mortal Kombat murders with a unicorn.
1: I don't either. (laughs) Double dragon. No.
2: There were no unicorns in Double Dragon. There weren't even dragons in Double Dragon. (laughs) (laughs)
3: This unicorn's entry in the Book of Infernal Demons reads One of the four man-eating horses that were owned by the ruler of a fallen kingdom. With the demise of the kingdom, the horses were murdered and arrived in hell. Of the four, the soul of one inherited the name of the king and was reborn as a demon. The large blade extending from its forehead is a soul reaper that leaves a trail of mutilated dead in whatever direction it runs. Though it typically hates being treated like a horse, it tolerates those who have proven themselves worthy.
1: I've played this game.
3: I think oh. you have. Pony. <laughs> yeah, the further, the, the more info oh, I get, yeah. the
1: less
2: confident I am in, in thinking I know the answer to this.
1: Yeah, I super don't know. Do you have any more clues?
3: I do, I have so many more clues.
1: Okay, give me one more and then I may give up.
3: Alright, this unicorn makes its first appearance at the end of Chapter 3 as the climax attack against three angels. When they're about to strike at the main character of this video game, this unicorn appears just in time to intercept the attack with its large sword-like horn. It then flings the three angels into the sky, where it slices them at blinding speed, causing them to explode into gory chunks.
2: Oh yeah, I have no idea. I was way more confident this... before more info sounds started this... being
1: delivered. This sounds super familiar to me. hmm
3: Do you want me to give you the game? Yes, please. Before we start even considering going into Google?
1: Yeah, because I wouldn't even know what to Google. Right now.
3: This unicorn appears in Bayonetta 2. You was
2: Bayonetta. Okay. I don't know why I was so adamant and excited about that when I haven't played Bayonetta
1: yeah i don't know the i don't know the name okay
3: all right so pull up google and let me know I'm when you've ready. done it i'm ready to rage oh wait
0: let me okay got, ready. Got, no, i'm got ready
1: Three two rage.
3: three three readies I'm ready yes. all right and go diomedes
2: yeah hey. hey alex nope. beat me Alex beat me so Did good. not know Listen, that.
0: Listen, I almost didn't because I paused and said, you should think about how you're about to say that name, Alex. And then I was like, <laughs> fuck, no, I won't.
1: That is a Just terrifying, terrifying creature.
0: Yeah, he's cool as fuck, though. I like this children's drawing of it.
1: I'm trying to convince myself that I'm a better person and won't make a Diomedes Nuts joke, but <laughs> I probably nuts. will. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. So I've started doing this stupid thing, and I swear if you find me, if, if I'm found dead, it is because Josh has snapped and killed me doing this. Uh, every time you find a shrine, I find a shrine in uh, Tears of the Kingdom, I try to make a joke immediately uh, off of the name of the shrine. Because the shrines will always have, like, some kind of name, like Dadagon or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is mom crying, Dadagon. Like, <laughs> like, I'll be doing stuff like that, and like you, it's such a great feeling because the tables have turned. Because normally I'm the one exasperated, sighing, and so just hearing mm-hmm. Josh, oh, it's like, oh, I see why you torture me with this. This is this is like a drug.
1: You know what else? Um, you know what else I can't get out of my head? What? Wilford Brimley saying, "Diametis."
3: <laughs> Diametis. <laughs> are you ready
1: for Jenna to say Diomedes again? Yes.
3: Diomedes. <laughs> are you ready for horse slash unicorn number three? Yes. Yes. Which is again, I'm gonna say is unicorn in air quotes.
2: I'm ready for hornicorn number three.
1: <laughs> hornicorn number three. That's a great. Why are they not unihorns? I don't know.
0: Because that sounds like they should be making a clown horn sound. I'm honk, sorry. Honk. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. This Hornicorn was first introduced on the southern shelf by Jack during the best during oh sorry, during the mission best minion ever.
1: Jack? Mhm. Shelf. Mhm.
0: Best minion ever. Mhm. Those words all mean something, and yet they do together.
1: Let's have another clue before I start panicking.
3: Okay. In an echo message to the Vault Hunters, Jack mentioned that he bought a pony made out of diamonds, then messages again to say that he was trying to come up with a name for the pony that he just bought.
2: I remember this scene.
1: In what?
2: It, I'm not going to say it because then Jenna will get mad because that's a hint.
1: I mean, you no, can say you, it. Yeah, yeah you, you can Yeah, you can say do it. whatever you want. Who is Jack?
2: Handsome Jack.
1: Why does that sound familiar? Handsome Jack. Oh, no. that's why it sounds familiar.
0: I won't know this. I won't know this. Question. No, I
1: won't know this either. <laughs> is it, is?
2: What was that stupid name? Diamond? It was not Diamond.
1: Okay. Rihanna. That's a, that's, umbrella?
2: Ella, Ella. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
1: <laughs> no, you know what I know? You know what I know from experience? I mean, Don't get in a Rihanna off with Jenna.
3: We're not going to talk about it right now. It's not important. Okay, We're no, doing no. unicorns. On, must, We're doing hornicorns. I,
2: I, I must know now.
1: I, I You know, it's we just, do that thing where you kind of like, I work a Rihanna title into a sentence and then Jenna works a Rihanna title into the sentence and then I did it. And we went back and forth like four or five times. And then I'm like, oh, I'm out. And then Jenna continued to curb stomp me with Rihanna quotes for the next like half hour. It just pummeled me. I like Rihanna.
3: <laughs> anyway. He was going to call this unicorn "Piss for Brains" in honor of the Vault Hunters, but later changed it to its current name.
2: I I dead ass can't remember.
1: What if it was dead ass? It's
2: not dead ass. Dead ass. I remember because I remember it was a <laughs> stupid name that I thought was really funny.
3: I mean, listen, it's not dead ass, but
2: no, that's the again, name you're, of the. Donkey. You're
1: getting real close. Dumb dumb shit. He Money's later clarified
3: one. that the diamond pony he bought was not a statue, but a real pony made out of diamonds.
1: Carrot? Carrot would be a good one.
3: Cleavage.
1: <laughs> Cle-
3: carrot would be a great fucking name right? for a Wouldn't horse it? made of diamonds.
1: Wouldn't it? Do you want the carrot or the stick? There's something there. There's something there. Do you want the I'll carrot or it.
0: the stick? Can't. Can't.
2: Can't. <laughs> What you guys, what listeners, just, what you can't see so is the way Alex. that Alex delivered that was she had her <laughs> hands in, like, a praying position, like, to her mouth, and then she gestured down to her dick like she's making a business proposition.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: Like there's no way I can adequately describe what just happened, but it was essentially like a therapist giving you information, but the information and the advice was this dick. Something all
0: good therapists recommend.
3: Oh, want... oh wow! At least they do on Pornhub.
2: I want
1: it's just that clip of of Alex saying, "My advice is this dick." <laughs>
2: have you considered
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, god okay so we know where it's from do you want more hints
2: i i am not gonna be able to pull this name out of my ass yeah (laughs) gotcha
3: you just keep saying words that are getting you there though
1: is it it's not dumbass
3: it's not dumbass no jackass
1: Oh, Jackass is a really good horse name though. Handsome Jackass.
3: Handsome Jackass.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to Google it.
3: Okay. (laughs) Let me know when everybody's ready. Prepped. I'm ready. ready. And go.
2: Butt stallion?
0: Butt stallion.
3: (laughs) The butt stallion. Yes, I that
2: ah, I remember now. (sighs) Which is weird because I think butt stallion was a girl.
3: It was, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, The fact that Tim muted himself, and you could not hear the laugh that escaped him, but I could. (laughs) It was very much like that, actually.
1: It wasn't me muting myself. Zoom just said no to it.
3: Oh, all right. Sweet. (laughs) didn't know he skated your fucking laugh out.
1: It's Queen Butt Stallion. I don't know if it actually is. There was just, that's one of the things that came up on Google was Queen Butt Stallion.
3: Yeah, she in the Tiny Tina's mini game. She played the Queen of Flame Rock Refuge. Anyway, see? oh, there's a yeah, I need, here. I, I need it. I need it. I have funny. I have a great and fearsome need, but <laughs> but she does have two two horns, so she's not a uni corn. She's a toony corn. She's a toonicorn! corn, not a loony corn either. Yeah, <laughs> they're all gonna be loony corns to me now. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good one. Good job, guys.
1: Go team. Too much fun. Too much fun. Okay. Yeah. What do we do now?
2: Cry. I think
1: Oh. Yes. M- you you tell mm-hmm. us you tell us about Molly.
0: Yeah. Oh, specifically about Molly? Yes. This is our fantastic pitch to join our Patreon. So that you can support People like Molly, which is something that we did. We sponsored her as Horse Girls, which she uh, went to a barrel race this past weekend, and she did pretty darn good. And I heard that from more than one person, because one of the people that is part of the chiropractic thing that works on our horses, she is also a barrel racer. She witnessed Molly, and she said she did a very good job. So I get multiple reports on it. Anyways, um, yeah, Molly's a wonderful, wonderful kid who does barrel racing, and we sponsored her and helped her achieve all of dreams for this season so thank you you should join our patreon which you can do at horsegirls.club or singlethoughtconnection.com t-h-o-t you know all the good sites
1: all the good ones witness molly was all witness i could motor. think of
0: yeah molly's fantastic so
1: yay molly yeah
0: yeah she's also going into a jackpot uh this weekend i think she starts racing friday night so what is what is a uh, it's where you pay an awful lot of money to go run in a barrel race there was over 300 entries and like whoever goes into like the top tiers of like their divisions gets like a huge sum of money from it because it's like 70 bucks to stall your horse there and then every class is like $40 so it's literally a like jackpot when you win you get a huge amount of money for a second uh, I awesome. thought you
2: were about to say that there were like that many barrels not contestants Dude. and I'm like I'd throw up <laughs> dude
0: why haven't they thought to increase the number of barrels
2: (laughs) I need more barrels sir that's every barrel in the town
0: more they keep just like making them go faster in their divisions when what we could really be doing is adding more obstacles (laughs) the horses are so dizzy I'm so dizzy That's eventually it's just if you don't puke you win yeah
2: Oh, no.
1: (laughs) First one to throw up's out rules. I'm kind of here for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. Anyways, that's not what Molly's doing. So thanks for helping us support her. (laughs) (laughs) But it's what she's going to be doing now, because I'm going to set that up and be like, Molly,
1: Molly, get over here. So like
0: 10 fucking
1: barrels. (laughs) What do people get? if they if they go to our patreon alex
0: oh like like other than like content and uh cool shit yeah you can get a metal horse in the barn which is a very real horse living in a tiny, tiny barn. It's the horse is real in that it, it exists in this universe and not that it is a living, breathing creature. I just I feel like I really buried the lead on that one. Anyways, we have some horses there. They're Moosha McGraw, Big Thick Martingale, and Beta Ray Feely. Those are our horses that we've populated in the barn. But you know what? There's room for more. Like hot lava spaghettios from Nate. Iron Meriden from Stevie Lake's boyfriend. Philip D. Keating, Dale Donis III from Anonymous Steve, Dimebag from Matt Allman, Silver Flame from Songheart, and
1: Ronnie
0: from Scott. Ronnie. (laughs) So yeah, you you can get a horse in the barn. You too could have me read your horse's name in a metal way and say it is in our barn, and there will also be a physical horse in a physical tiny barn. So
1: That may or may not come to life when we're not looking. There's no way to know.
0: There's no way to know, honestly. I can't I they see. Do. I think they do. They're on adventures at all times. That all happens. right. All right. All right. Enough of this, guys. Let's end this podcast similarly to the way that Sun Chaser almost got ended by a tree. <laughs> Please. Thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, then follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. If you want to buy some radical shirts and things, visit DuckDuckJenna.com, America's most beloved search engine to search for one thing, and that is Horse Girls merch. Hey, we like finding people on this podcast. Alpha Alex, where may I find you?
2: hello friends if you want to come see more of my stupid jokes uh come check me out on the quid pro roll podcast an actual play dungeons and dragons podcast that was a very serious story about dragons before my players happened uh you can also come and find me at alpha comics and games in richmond virginia which is a store that i work at and stuff so i'm there a lot and i do comic book
1: stuff and she's really really helpful at finding comic books that maybe you have a hard time finding (laughs) I know from experience.
2: You you, you it was not that hard. I appreciate your patience no, in helping no, me find it and like letting you I'm find
1: making it. it make it sound super dramatic. <laughs> you gotta it sell took it. me
2: years. It <laughs> took me years to find this one specific book. It was so difficult. I had to go uphill through the snow both ways, barefoot with only a crust of bread for sustenance
1: there we go no that was that was adequately dramatic right. i'm in perfect
0: hell yeah i don't i don't have enough drama to follow it up so hey <laughs> if you want if you want to find uh you want to find us do that patreon.com slash horse goes you already got it anyways if you want to find us on other podcasts individually and sometimes together you can if you like D D, check out the botch podcast and dungeons and draken beams and also late starters and if you like animorphs check out animorphs anonymous If you are betwitched be twitched by Jenna, check out Jenna's Twitch at twitch.tv slash jennachill with one singular L. One L. Second L? Find it, fuckers. (laughs) If you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful Appalachian voice, he has voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, it's because it is. It was created by KCD, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. The
2: information and the advice was this dick.